Hey guys, it's Sim and this is Brussling Unlimited as we are here on the 21st of September 2021 to talk about everything that went down tonight on NXT. And I gotta get something off my chest. Last night, I talked about how it's alright to like both companies, to like things that WWE does, to like things that AEW does. You don't have to like only one company. You don't have to just be an AEW fan, and you don't have to just be a WWE fan. But people took my words and misconstrued them. People took my words and twisted them. People took my words and came at me trying to say, oh, you're just a WWE loyalist trying to say that that AEW fans should like WWE for what it is. And that is not what I was trying to say at all. That was not what I was trying to say. Then people going to come into this chat right here and say, this show was crap tonight, but he's going to say it was good. Just like he's going to say, just like he said, Raw was good last night. And don't fucking come in here and put words in my fucking mouth because I'm going to say it right now, NXT fucking sucked the big one last night. I hated this show. This show was a fucking wreck. This show blew chunks. Other than Braun Breaker being the second coming of, of, of Scott Steiner and having it other than the fucking good name, this show was horrible. They pumped way too much into the first hour to where I thought that the show was almost over by the time the second hour even started because that is how much crap we got in the first hour. This show sucked. And for people to come here and go, watch, he's just going to he's gonna say it was good. Just like WWE Monday Night Raw. He always says it's good, even when it's not. No. Don't put fucking words in my mouth. Don't assume that I'm going to say something that I'm not going to say. Maybe I was going to come in here and say the show was good if I thought it was good. But for the most part, this show was fucking utter trash. But what I was trying to get at last night that apparently most of you goddamn blokes didn't understand was that you can like both companies equally, but you can also hate both companies equally. We can talk about the good things that both companies do, and we can also talk about the bad things that both companies do. No one ever has a perfect show. I'm going to say that right now. And sometimes, some shows are just god-awful bad like tonight's NXT. So, if you guys are going to come in here, try to put words in my mouth, and try to say, twist what I say, yeah, we don't need you. We don't need you. Just saying. Just saying. But, yeah, you know what I think of tonight's NXT? That it sucked. And it sucked big. Other than like one or two small little things. But with that, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And Twitter.com forward slash PW Unlimited. Remember, if you are watching on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can help us out in the live chat by hitting that donate button down below or donating Twitch bits. Also remember... You can help out the channel by subscribing right here on Twitch one of two different ways. You can either subscribe just like New Jeffrey recently did with Amazon Prime or a tiered subscription. But sometimes the easier way is saying, hey, I'm going to use Amazon Prime. 
because I don't have to pay any extra money doing that. You say, what, huh? No extra money? Yeah. If you have Amazon Prime, then you have Prime Gaming. All you got to do is link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, and bada-bing, bada-boom, you've got Prime Gaming. Prime Gaming gives you sometimes free games, and always free stuff for games, but always, always, always one free subscription to any Twitch channel you want to subscribe to, and I'd greatly appreciate it if you subscribe to us right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. But remember, remember, don't have Amazon Prime. You got to know somebody that does, whether it's your mom, your dad, your auntie, your uncle, your brother, your sister, your cousin, the girl that walks your dog, the guy that rotated your tires at the Jiffy Lube, the, the guy that brought you your mail this morning, the delivery woman who brought your groceries from Target. Just say, hey. Do you have Amazon Prime? You do? Well, can I use it and link it to my Twitch account so then I can subscribe and support some channels on Twitch this month? PW Unlimited? Why not? Why not? But also, also remember, I forgot to mention, we're still in September, baby. September means that you get to subscribe for 20% off, but we don't have to take that hit. We still get our full benefits of you subscribing to the channel, yet in September or September. You get 20% off your subscription. On the flip side, if you are watching on YouTube, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can help us out in the live chat with a super chat or a super sticker donation. Also remember that you can help us out by joining the Unlimited Army and hitting that join button down below to become a channel member. As a channel member, you get early access to news, early access to non-news videos, early access to podcast episodes, and so much more. Plus, you can subscribe, patreon.com forward slash PWUnlimited. That is the best and most direct way to support us right here at Pro Wrestling Unlimited. But with that, I'm just going to say it right now. I usually don't like to call people out just specifically in the chat. You did, Timmy Hayes, for making that comment right there saying, who tried to put words in your mouth? You know it was you. You know it was you, and I will read your comment right now. You said, and I might not be able to see it, because it was so far long ago in the chat. But hold on. Let me see if I can get back to it. Because you did, Mr. Timmy Hayes. You said... And I can't see it because it's too far back. I can't scroll that far back in the chat. But you basically said that NXT tonight was shit. But you're going to come on here and say it was good just like you did last night on Monday Night Raw. But that is, but you, but that's okay. You do have the right and the freedom. Basically what you said. You said that you hated, you said it was something, you said something along the lines of it was 941. And NXT is shit. But that you are going to come on here. And these are me reading your words. That you are going to come on here. And say that the show was good, just like you did about last night's Monday Night Raw, even though that wasn't a good show. So yeah, you, Mr. Timmy Hayes, don't act dumb in my chat. That comment right there saying, who tried to put words in your mouth? You know I'm talking about you. You know I'm talking about you. Anyways, enough with that guy. Let's talk about this shit show, NXT 2.0. So with that, we had some of the newcomers in the ring, like Braun Breaker, Odyssey Jones, Carmelo Hayes, Trick Williams, Brooke Jensen, and Josh Briggs. Out would then come the NXT champion, Tommaso Ciampa. Ciampa, 
paused and listened to chants of, I missed you. No, 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 we missed you. And then he told the chant, the, the crowd, I missed you too. Jumper cut a pep rally promo, hyping up NXT 2.0. Basically, if Triple H was around right now and not recovering from heart surgery, he would have cut this promo. This is the Triple H, we are NXT promo. 100% to the letter. We've heard this basically exact same promo before. At the conclusion of the promo, Trump declared that NXT 2.0 is going to be the A show and proclaimed that we are NXT. So yeah, cut that pep rally promo and then out came Cameron Grimes. Gotta love me some Cameron Grimes, but I'm confused. I'm confused. Is Cameron a baby face? Is Cameron a heel? Cutting off Ciampa the way he did, that's the heel thing to do. But then later on in his match with Joe Gacy, was him being a heel or a baby face? I don't know. I really, really, really don't know. I'm confused as far as what what Grimes is supposed to be. Because you did all of that stuff with him and Ted DiBiase against LA Knight to make him a baby face for three weeks. That's it? Three weeks? Anyways. Grimes came out and said that the NXT Championship is just the fuel he needs to take him to the moon. Grimes was then interrupted by Joe Gacy. But LA Knight is out and interrupts Gacy and the rest of the crew assembled in the ring. Odyssey Jones then thankfully tells Knight, shut up. There's another interruption from Pete Dunn and Rich Holland as they enter into the ring. Dunn looks around at a bunch of geezers who are all too scared to throw the first punch. So Ciampa throws the first punch. And I go, geezers? The f- what the fuck you mean geezers? Half the guys in the ring are younger than you, bro. Geezers? Or not younger than him, but right around his age. Most of the guys in the ring are his age. Or right around his age bracket, I guess you can call it. So I go, yeah. That line made no sense. Geezers. What? Geezers as far as L.A. Knight and Ciampa? Well, Ciampa threw that punch. Then everyone starts brawling. And more guys run out. And they start brawling. And more guys come out. And they start brawling and brawling and brawling and brawling until it's finally only four guys. Ciampa, Breaker, Dunn, Holland. All of a sudden... As Dunn and Holland get thrown out of the ring, we go, wait, there's a commotion in the back. Something's going on. What's going on? And there's Kaylee Ray, B-Fab, Electra Lopez, and some other chick that I have no clue who it was brawling in the back. And they get broken up, and we go back to more brawling in the ring as Pete Dunn and Holland get thrown out of the ring again. The breaker grabs the microphone, and le- I legit, I closed my eyes. I'd be lying if I didn't say that I thought it sounded like... uh, I fucking thought Scott Steiner was talking. Not just the way he sounds, but the way he speaks. This man is the second coming of Scott fucking Steiner. Thank you, Mr. Bangs, you in the YouTube chat for the bit donation. Really do appreciate that. This man is the second coming of Scott fucking Steiner. Just how aggressive he is, the way he sounds, the way he talks. But he says, quote, how about you two little bitches? Grow a, 
Grow a set of balls and face me and Ciampa in a tag team match tonight. But and I didn't do it justice, but the way he said it, he said it in the same dialect that Scott Steiner would have said it and everything. Because the way he would have said it. Because he even had the same bitches. Just like Scott Steiner would have said, bitches. Like, that was gnarly. It was like legit. If I would have closed my eyes and just heard it, I would have thought that it was Scott Steiner talking. And we hear more from him later when he kind of cuts a promo on Ciampa in a backstage interview. This kid, he's got it. Like a capital I, capital T, it. Other than the bad name. Like if he would have been Rex Steiner, oh my God. Main event WrestleMania 38. He's that good in the ring. He's only going to get better. He's a pretty good dang talker already. Only going to get better. Like this kid, this Bronson Rex Steiner, the son of Rick Steiner, he's going to be a big major star. And I'm I'm surprised that they even have him in NXT. I'm surprised Vince didn't take one look at this kid last week and go, oh, God damn, pal. Move this fucker to the main roster. Put him on SmackDown today. Put him on Raw and have him face Bobby Lashley. Like, I'm shocked that he's not on Raw facing Lashley and, and those top-tier guys are ready. The first match of the night, though, it was Roderick Strong versus Kushida for the NXT Championship. And this was the, the prime example of Really, really good match that turned into garbage. So, Kushida gets the better of Strong early in a grappling battle, and Kushida targeted the arm, softening up Strong for a submission. Strong countered a cross-arm breaker, yet Kushida continued his attack. Strong rolled out of the ring to powder out, and we just went to a commercial break. Strong apparently recovers to gain the upper hand as the show returns from the break. Kushida is fighting from underneath. He rallied. There was a rally by Kushida into a collection of signature offense. Palm strikes by Kushida, and Strong is able to counter a moment later. Kushida fights back to block a superplex, and Kushida comes off the top with an avalanche shoulder breaker. Strong soon answers back with a backbreaker and a series of of strikes, um, series of strikes, but Kushida counters. Goes for the hoverboard lock. Strong seems trapped in the hoverboard lock, but then Malcolm Bivens would actually grab the leg of Roderick Strong, put it on the bottom rope, and then tell the referee, look, 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 come on, ref, look at this ref, where the referee had to call for the break. The ref is then further distracted by Malcolm Bivens, and this is when all hell breaks loose. And this is when this show and this match just went to crap. So the Creed brothers proceed to pull Kushida out of the ring. Beat him down for a second. For Ivy Niles runs, jumps off the steel steps, and hits Kushida with a Superman punch. A Superman punch. Who the fuck approved that? Who said she could do a Superman punch? Damn. Diamond Mind then pushes Kushida back into the ring. Roderick Strong grabs him. Falling backbreaker. Kushida gets pinned to lose the title. Yes, Roderick Strong is the brand new NXT Cruiserweight Champion who was then immediately interrupted. No celebration. By Grayson Waller. And this crowd, as soon as Grayson Waller walks out, boo. Boo. 
then I'm like, oh, that's not good for this kid. Also, they said, we want, we want Drake Maverick on the main roster. Yeah, you're screwed. You're all by yourself now, buddy boy. So he comes out and he just cuts these cheesy pre-recorded, not pre-recorded, but pre-rehearsed lines where he finally challenges Strong for the title. An angry Malcolm Bivens consults with Strong and Grayson goes, oh, Rod, you gotta, you gotta ask daddy first. And so Bivens just comes back at him. Ah, I gotta ask daddy first. Gotta ask daddy first. And finally they go, you know what? Next week, you can get your shot at the Cruiserweight Championship. But this wasn't good. Fucking Grayson Waller comes out. He's not that good of a talker. You could tell that he's rehearsed his lines. And that's a lot of these new kids in NXT. You could tell they're rehearsed and rehearsed and rehearsed. And there's one of these that have seemed very robotically rehearsed. Getting her own fucking talk show segment next week. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Oof-ah. Oof-ah. Tony D'Angelo cuts another one of his Italian mafia promos. Literally comes off like my mom's cousin from Chicago, who won't say it, but we all in the family know is in the fucking mafia. So trust me, I know when you when when you want to say, oh. That's an Italian mobster? Trust me, I know what an Italian mobster is. I got him in my goddamn family. And I've met him quite a few times. Anyways, I want to say again, thank you, Mr. Bangs You, for the bit donations yet again. <clears throat> but then, we get a different kind of vignette. It's Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs and the story of how they met at a bar. And I go, are you fucking kidding me with this? Are these supposed to be like two country guys that they were drinking at a bar and then they got into a fight, but because they got into a fight, they got into a fight of mutual respect? Like, no, this is no, this, this is someone trying to make someone, and I, I'm not saying neither of these guys are, are country or anything, but trust me, I know what country is. I know what redneck is. I know that this isn't it. I've been in plenty of bars. I've been not in, but around plenty of bar fights and never once seen two guys punch each other and then shake hands and go, man, you punched me so hard. I got to respect you. No, no. Trust me. I grew up in the backwoods of California. You may say that's not a real thing. Yes, it is. Up near Yosemite National Park where you would have thought we were not in California. That's how little California it is where I grew up. I mean, I've been around plenty of guys like these two are supposed to be. And I'm not saying they're not in their real life, but the way they were portrayed tonight, it, it, this was not real. This was not genuine. Not at all. You don't have... Now, I've seen the whole one guy get shoved into another guy, and then the other guy goes, hey, why'd you punch me? And Yeah, I've seen that happen before. But not like this. Not where all of a sudden they start brawling. I've seen a guy get pushed into another guy. So then the other guy turns around and goes, hey, why'd you shove me? He goes, I didn't really shove you. He pushes him once, and he goes, oh, it was an accident, and then they squash the beef. They never actually fight over an accidental bump like this. But then they don't actually punch each other to lead into a goddamn friendship. You don't beat somebody up to go, man, you hit me so hard, I respect you. No, that ain't real. That ain't real at all. Like, if I know anything about what we saw tonight. This is something I know about because I've literally been around these kinds of guys my entire life. 
But anyways, they stated that after after Josh Briggs lost in the the breakout tournament, he went and drank at a bar. Then he got into a fight with Josh on what's this other guy's name again? I can't even remember. Brooks Jensen. And like I said, because they beat the heck out of each other, it made them become friends. I'm like, this is the stupidest shit I've ever heard. Trust me. Stupidest shit I've ever heard. TJ said, work for Cesaro and Sheamus. No, this ain't the same thing. This is not the same thing as Cesaro and Sheamus. It's not. Because those are two guys that didn't like each other that were made the team and then eventually started liking each other. These are two guys that got into a real fight. We're supposed to think a real fight, not just a pro wrestling brawl or fight or match, and then became friends on their own. No, no. It ain't the same thing as fucking Sheamus and, and Cesaro at all. Next up, we have Kaylee Ray and Amari Miller. What the fuck is... And what the hell is this Omari Miller coming out here and there's bubbles. So she's going to stand there for like two minutes, popping the bubbles, jumping around. I'm like, because at first you can't tell that she's trying to pop bubbles because the bubbles are translucent, basically. And the lights coming from behind her, you don't see the bubbles. So all you see is her going like this. And I'm like, is this chick on fucking drugs? Is she having some sort of an acid trip? Is she fucking losing her mind? And then I eventually see one of the bubbles and I go, oh my gosh, she's popping bubbles. She's popping goddamn bubbles. No fucking way that they think this is good. Who came up with this shit? If it was her, someone better say that's no good. No. She's doing the old Emma entrance with the bubbles. No. Because at least when Emma did the entrance, we knew there were bubbles. But Emma's entrance wasn't about standing there for like almost two minutes to pop as many bubbles as you can. Bubbles came up and Emma did her dance. Emma did her dance. But Emma's whole thing was not about popping the bubbles and getting every bubble. and pop. Especially when we couldn't even tell if they were fucking bubbles. She looked like someone that was just wigging out because she kept going like this. Like, first off, going like this, it's like you're scared of something or you're, I don't know. I don't know. It was weird. Good thing this didn't last long. This lasted like a minute and a half. And Kaylee Ray, man or woman handled her, I guess you could say. Gory bomb, pin, bada bing, bada boom, get out of here. Next up, Mackenzie Mitchell interviews Braun Breaker in the back. He's pumped to team with Ciampa. There's still an underlying tension between him and Ciampa. Ciampa walks up. He says, it's a pleasure to be teaming with. And he stares right at Goldie. And Ciampa realizes what he's looking at. He goes, the champ. Night. And I'm like, God, this breaker. Like, he's got something here. He's got it. Like, the delivery on that, the where he was, like, saying his lines, and then he's supposed to, like, get memorized, mesmerized by the belt, but not too long to where he's like, oh, the champ. Like, he's got something here, and I liked this a lot. This was really, really, really good. So next up, some random guy just shows up with two women. 
And I think we've seen one of these women before, but I can't quite remember. The other woman, I wasn't sure. But he opens the door for him like a gentleman. And then some other random guy that we don't know tried to just walk in in front of all of them. So he grabs the guy and he pulls him back. He goes, oh, what are, what are you doing? And he says something, and I don't even know what the guy says. He's like, where are your manners? Ladies first. The ladies go in. He shuts the door. He looks at the guy and goes, oh, where are your manners? And he slams him head first into the door, and then he walks in. And I go, what the? Who? What? Huh? They're trying to do too much in the show right now. I get it. You want to introduce all these new people and as quickly as possible. But it's like, you don't even say who this guy is or who these women are, or who the other guy that he beat up was. Like, it's, uh-huh. So let me get this video where it's like, the first ever WWE-born superstar from Singapore will debut next. It's Dante Chen. And so Dante Chen takes on Trey Baxter, and Trey Baxter gets the advantage very, 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 very slightly at the beginning. Chen then comes back with a small package. Chen then transitions a cradle into a guillotine choke, which is then, I guess you could say, transitioned into Angel Garza's angel's wings, and he pins them one, two, three. And fucking Wade Barrett has to go, what, 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 what was that move? I've never seen that move before. And I go, well, you've never watched NXT before or Monday Night Raw. Because that's the fucking Angel Garza Angel's Wings. The only difference is he does it from a guillotine and then pops him instead of doing the whole wrap his arms around and then pops him. Basically, the exact same motherfucking move. They'll say, I've never seen a move like that before. It's basically the same goddamn move. So next up, Andre Chase. I think it's Andre Chase. Yeah, it's Andre Chase. For some reason, like the last time I saw him, I thought they said Andrew Chase, but I think it's Andre Chase. Andre Chase is doing some weird thing where he's like teaching people in a classroom, but he's really just teaching them to Kate Odyssey Jones. I didn't understand this at all. You're right. You're right, Chase Douglas. It's the wing clipper. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Angel's Wings is a completely different move that fucking Christopher Daniels does. You're right. Thank you for the correction. So going forward, got this weird um, Andre Chase thing. He was teaching a class about how to hate Odyssey Jones at the Chase University. And then someone asked him, well, didn't you lose to Odyssey Jones? He's like, well, who are you? He's like, my name's Steve. Well, Steve... Maybe you need to get the hell out of here. And he flips out and starts cursing. He's like, oh, fuck you, Steve. Who the fuck you think you are? Get the fuck out of my class, Steve. He starts throwing things around. He clears off his desk, grabs a chair, throws the chair. And I'm like, huh? Oh, this made no sense either. Half the shit on this show tonight made absolutely no sense. Because it's like we're supposed to know what all this stuff is. But it's the first time we're seeing most of it. If any of it. The announcers then say that they wish Triple H well wishes in his recovery. They briefly showed the tweet Triple H sent out. Just him saying that he's doing well. Next up, we had Cameron Grimes against Joe Gacy. Gacy, before the match, cut a weird-ass promo while sitting in a chair. Basically saying that I'm going to use my male privilege to try and help everybody get what they want. And I go, what? You're what? 
He said he understands that life isn't fair and that some people have uh, have advantages over others because of who they are and where they come from. He believes that we can all achieve unity and tolerance. Gacy says that we can also achieve peace in this safe space. What is he supposed to be? Tony fucking Robbins? I didn't get this at all. Another thing that I was like, huh? That's the, that's the theme of the night. Excuse me. Talk about the show. Put me in a goddamn sleep. Cameron Grimes comes out and was on fire until Gacy cut him off. Grimes recovered quickly, but Gacy is a handspring off the ropes into a lariat that levels Grimes. Gacy went to capitalize, but Grimes out of nowhere delivers the cave-in double foot stomp and picks up the victory. Afterwards, Gacy hugs Grimes, but Grimes was kind of like, what, huh? What are you hugging me for? We then got highlights of the wedding last week. From Dexter Loomis and Indy Hartwell. And fucking Wade Barrett has the line. Wade Barrett has the line. Thankfully, Dexter learned some oral skills before the honeymoon. And the only thing I could think of was, Damn. Fucking Ron Simmons. Farouk. Literally, Wade Barrett stated, Thankfully, Dexter learned some oral skills before the honeymoon. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, wow. Also, people in the comments saying that they're trying to compare... Andre Chase to Dean Douglas. I guess. I guess you can say that. Maybe. I guess it makes a little sense. So next up, we had Electra Lopez against Anna Shear. And I said back in June, I had an exclusive report right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited, that yes, Electra Lopez lost to Frankie Monet one of her first matches on television, but NXT officials are really liking her. They're really high on her, and she's going to get a good push. Well, look at her now. She's getting a good push. She's the final puzzle piece of Legado del Fantasma. So, basically, Lopez was a bully in this match, and she won very easily with a sit-out powerbomb. Santos Escobar, in a post-match promo, put over Lopez, saying that she completes Legado del Fantasma. Lopez then says what she did tonight was just a taste of what she will unleash on BFAB and the rest of the NXT 2.0 women's roster. She then calls out BFAB. Hit Row's music plays, but only the male members of Hit Row walk out on stage. And I go, oh, I know what's going to happen. Here comes three, two, mm, there's BFAB jumping Electra Lopez from behind. It was almost like to a T you couldn't have, you could have counted it down. It was that predictable. The distraction allowed all this to happen. And so BFAB and Alexa Lopez are going at it in the ring. And Legado del Fantasma are just standing there like this. Do we get involved? What do we do? Do I grab him? Do, do I break him up? What do we do? Until finally Hit Row pulls BFAB out of the ring once they're they're down and just going at it. So, yeah. Cool. Alexa Lopez looked good. 
Didn't really get much from BFAB here because she just jumped her from behind and then they rolled around on the floor and threw some punches. But in the match, they really made B, uh, Electra Lopez look like, you know, she can go out there and just wreck women. And I like that. I like that a lot. So then, then, Trey Baxter's in the back and he's sulking over his loss earlier tonight when apparently his girlfriend, I didn't know this, his girlfriend, Cora Jade walks in. She calls him babe and tells him he needs to cheer up. She kisses him and says, you know, it's okay. We don't win them all. He looked like a, but, you know, he looked like a superhero out there tonight. So that was her justifying saying, he looks better than you. He's got a better body than you. So, yeah, it's okay. You lost. And he just goes, hmm, superhero. And my first thought was, uh-oh, we're getting another one. Uh-oh, Vince is going to get his Mighty Mouse. Vince has wanted a Mighty Mouse character for a very long time. He wanted Neville to be his Mighty Mouse character, a.k.a. Pack, and it didn't work out. So now, maybe, Trey Baxter is going to be Vince's Mighty Mouse. Vince's superhero. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We're getting another superhero. So in the back, Frankie Monet is confronted by Raquel Gonzalez. Raquel goes, oh, we're a loca. I talked to William Regal. We're getting our match next week for the NXT Women's Championship. And Frankie's just like, okay, beat me to it. I was going to talk to Regal about that right now anyways, and this and that. And then some other chick just randomly comes out of the locker room of William Regal, or the office, I mean. And she's, this is bad. She's talking about, goes, oh, Frankie Monet, I heard the good news. Well, next week also, The Last Legend will debut her new talking segment. And I'm like, what? The Lash Legend? The who? You or who? Excuse me, ma'am. Um, Back up the train and tell me who you are. The Lash Legend? Getting her own talk show on NXT, but you can barely talk? You, 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 that's all, folks. You sound alike. Like, you practice them lines 100,000 times. You're just somebody... Like, she sounded very scripted, very robotic. She went through these lines really fast, so she didn't forget them. This was not good. Not good. And she's getting her own fucking talk show? Who is she? This is something about lashing out with the Lash Legend next week. Call yourself a legend. Don't know who you are. Odyssey Jones then was made to look like a big old strong son bitch when he defeated two random guys that I don't know who they were, but he beat the crap out of them. And then out came Andre Chase. Chase tried to attack Jones after the match. Chase was swinging a chair, and Jones took it for him and actually broke the chair. Chase then begged off and left the ring, and Jones stood tall. This I could have done without. You know what else I could have done without? Whatever this Ikamanjiro segment was. He goes, I'm Ikamanjiro. And people say, what does Ikamen stand for? It means good looking man. And I'm from Japan. And Japan is all about strong style. But I'm really about style, style strong. So guys, always remember, style strong. And they go, what the fuck was this crap? Okay, someone must really like Ikamanjiro. Toxic Attraction then comes out. Mandy Rose, Jeezy Jolin, Gigi Dolan, and JC Jane. 
Mandy Rose is out here saying that she turned, she's turned on the fans because they've turned on her. She needed to change things up. If she wanted to come to NXT as their blonde bombshell, and they didn't accept her. So now she's going to be the beauty. Or she says something about the beauty is behind this beast. Gigi Dolan then says that pain, the pain of her past, fuels her aggression. She and Jade needed purpose, which is where Rose comes in. Together, this trio is headed to the top of NXT. Jane says the toxic attraction aren't just pretty faces. They won't just sit back and wait for an opportunity. What they want is the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships. Jane promises an ass-kicking for the current champions. The champs then come out, Zoe Stark and Neo Shirai. Well, no, they don't come out. They're backstage. And Shirai accepts their challenge on behalf of the team. Battle match is seemingly set for next week, which they announced here coming up. Which we do know next week, we will see highlights from the honeymoon of Dexter Loomis and Indy Hartwell. The NXT Cruiserweight Championship will be on the line when Roderick Strong defends against Grayson Waller. The NXT Women's Tag Team Championships will be on the line when Zoe Stark and Neil Shirai defend against Gigi Lone and JC Jane. And the NXT Women's Championship will also be on the line when Raquel Gonzalez defends against Frankie Monet. So let me move on to our main event. And this is actually the only good thing really on the show. Like there were elements of things that I didn't hate and I kind of liked. Like Odyssey Jones, they're pushing him really strong. I liked that and whatnot. But this was not bad. It was four guys that we know are going to go out there and give us a good match. And I can say that about Braun Breaker already. That he's someone that I know is going to go out there and do good. Champa and Dunn faced off. Also, 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 I forgot to mention, they gave us a Kyle O'Reilly update stating that he's hurt and he's been at home healing up after the attack last week. Yet the fucker showed up tonight. Hey, can tell us that he's, he's home healing and he could be back soon, but we don't know how long he's going to be out for. Then the guy just shows up tonight. It's one thing not knowing the other 20 minutes between each other. Anyways. Chompin Dunn started off the match. Next in is Breaker and Holland. They go at it for a little while, showing their strength and their power. Breaker also suplexes Dunn around the ring after suplexing Holland around the ring. Teamwork from Breaker and Chompa. There's a blind tag by the heels, allowing Dunn to hit Chompa with a sneak attack. Dunn then targeted Chompa's hand and arm with some joint lock manipulation. There's a comeback by Ciampa and the fight spills to the outside. Ciampa pulls Holland into the ring steps and Ciampa slings Dune, Dunn, I mean, across the announce desk. Ciampa is seemingly in control here until he is blindsided by a spear from Holland just before the show cuts to its final commercial break. Which also, interesting enough, no overrun. I mean, I think maybe the overrun went like a minute. For me, when I watch on, like, it's weird. When you watch on these apps, like I watch... AEW on the TNT app. I watch NXT and Smack or NXT and Raw on the Xfinity app, and I watch SmackDown on the Fox Sports app. You're always like two minutes behind. So I'm not sure if the show actually didn't have an overrun at all or it had a one minute overrun because my show ended three minutes past the top of the hour. And again, you're always 
90 seconds to two minutes behind for some reason when you're watching on these apps, opposed to if you're just watching on your regular cable. Because I can't watch just on my regular USA Network channel. Because if I were trying to watch it on there, then I would have been watching Chicago Fire. Because California. Like literally NXT. Like if I wanted to watch NXT live on my Xfinity cable, it would have started eight minutes ago. But regardless, regardless, I think the show lost its overrun. I don't know. We didn't get the overrun like we normally get. We usually get like a nine-minute overrun. Didn't seem so today. But where were we? Come back from that final commercial break. And Dunn is stomping on Ciampa. Ciampa answers back with some kicks of his own, but Holland soon tags in. The heels worked over Ciampa, but he countered Holland to give Holland a suplex. There's a hot tag to Breaker, who ran wild. Breaker exploded into the ring like a fury of power. Get some more suplexes. Breaker applied a camel clutch on Dune. Dunn. I don't know why I keep saying Dune. Dunn, but Dunn was able to escape. Excuse me. There was a finger break spot. As Dunn stomped on Breaker's hand, the heels are back in control when Ciampa jumps in to break up the pin attempt. Ciampa and Dunn exchange some strikes in the middle of the ring, even though neither are the legal man. Holland then gives Ciampa an overhead belly-to-belly suplex. Breaker then gives Dunn an overhead belly-to-belly suplex. Breaker and Holland then face off like two bulls ready to just explode. They hit each other with some lariats and neither sell it. There was like a gorilla monsoon spot here. He would have been like, oh, my God, these two big old bastards can't knock each other down. Wow. It was one of them kind of things. Then there was finally a double down spot where they both took each other down. The heels tried to use uh, use a club, and Ciampa jumped in to make the save. Nevertheless, Ciampa is soon knocked out of the ring. Breaker then went for the press slam on Dunn, but Holland raked his eyes. Kyle O'Reilly would then run down to ringside. Kyle O'Reilly would grab the club and hit Holland with Holland's own club. O'Reilly then rolled Holland back into the ring. Ciampa then gave Dunn the Willows, Will, Willows Bell. Breaker hits the Gorilla Press Slam on Holland and picks up the victory. So for them to say 20 minutes ago or so, that fucking Kyle O'Reilly is still hurting, healing up. He looked perfectly fine tonight. Perfectly fine tonight. But after the match, the two baby faces stared out. And Braun Breaker just got his eyes locked. On that NXT championship. And I'm also glad that they're not calling it the NXT 2.0 title. Like they're not saying NXT. Like like Ciampa's not coming out there saying. I'm the NXT 2.0 champion. At least he can still just say I'm the NXT champion. So yeah. But. Regardless I thought this main event was actually really good. The only really anything of good on this show. They tried to squeeze way too much stuff into this show. If I didn't have notes, I wouldn't be able to remember half of it because that first hour, I literally, I'm not joking. When I said that, I looked down at the clock and I go, man, this show's almost over, isn't it? And it goes, it's only 6.08 Pacific. No fucking way. There's so much that happened in that first hour that I thought maybe there was like 10, 15, 20 minutes left. I thought we were getting like a 15-minute main event and the show was over. No. This show still had almost basically another 48 minutes, 42 minutes in it. And I'm like, oh, wow. No, 52 minutes. Did my math wrong. So, yeah. They tried to cram way too much into this show, and it just made for a bad show. And half the stuff on this show just didn't come off well at all. But you know what I thought? If I was voting like you guys in the, in the, in the polls, I would have said I didn't like this show. But now, I want to know what you guys thought. 
But let's check the polls. Remember also, let me know what you thought by texting in to 510-906-1341. Again, that number is... Excuse me, 510-906-1341. As far as the switch poll does go, 83% of you said it was just all right. I, I can live with that because the main event was so good for me that I can, I can live with it was just all right. But again, everyone's entitled to their own opinions. 17% of you said that you liked the show and no one on Twitch disliked it. Interesting. Not the same on Twitter though, or YouTube. The YouTube poll, 61% of you liked tonight's show, 28% thought it was just all right, and 10% did not like tonight's NXT. As far as the text messages do go. It says, is toxic, two point, is the toxic attraction just absolution 2.0? Probably. Mandy now leading it instead of um, Paige. Or says, do you think Braun Breaker going to be future NXT champion? And also, this man going to be NXT champion by the end of the year. Braun Breaker's going to beat Ciampa for the title. I'm going to say it right now. Also, will we see new NXT women's tag team champions? Probably not. Or says, since WWE on Fox, these NXT superstars getting drafted, did they? I didn't notice that, but okay. Oh, wait, hold on. Are you talking about the Twitter account? They don't know anything. If they're teasing NXT superstars getting drafted, I don't think they really know anything unless it's like, like you say here in your, your, your text, an Austin Theory. Unless it's somebody like an Austin Theory or Dakota Kai who's been doing dark matches before we're on SmackDown, then yes, I can go with that. But as far as like people that we're seeing on NXT, like Odyssey Jones and Andre Chase and stuff, no. I don't see any of them getting drafted. But Austin Theory, sure, put them on Raw. It says, hey, Tim, continue the hard work on the channel. I'm going to be at AEW's event tomorrow. Awesome. Is there any info you want to know when I go to the event tomorrow? Yeah, spoilers for Rampage. Give us the Rampage spoilers. Because after Dynamite tomorrow, you get to stay for another two hours as they film Rampage. So, yeah, anything as far as, like, wrestlers talking to the crowd off camera Rampage spoilers, all would be greatly appreciated. Any video you can get of any of it as well, greatly, greatly appreciated. Chris says, I absolutely thought NXT sucked tonight. Too many. I mean, too many new debuts and no build to any of them except Breaker and Chomp. Exactly. There's too much of like, well, that's, who's this guy? What are you doing with this guy? Like, like the worst one. The worst ones were the chick that called herself the Lash Legend. Whatever she said it was. Lash, Lash Talk with the Lash Legend or Lashing Out with the Lash Legend. We don't know who the fuck she is. And then the guy with the women. He's supposed to be some good-looking guy that the women love, the women like, the women gravitate to. But he's got manners and he's going to teach other guys to have manners. I, I don't even know who he is. And I didn't even hear fucking commentary say who he was or who the other guy that he beat up was. Or says, why did they make Kaylee Ray fight a girl who was, okay, on, I'm not even going to read the rest of that question because I don't know if that's true. And even if it is true, what does it matter? What does it matter? Or says, I honestly love the episode, to be honest, and that's your opinion. If you like tonight's show, you like tonight's show. 
I thought it was trash, but hey, to each their own. But with that, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited, YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited, and Twitter.com forward slash PW Unlimited. Remember, tomorrow we'll be live right here, same place, same time, talking about the massive NXT, no, AEW show. AEW Dynamite Grand Slam tomorrow night from Arthur Ashe Stadium. This show is going to be interesting, and this show may be one of the biggest things AEW has done to date. Now, the all-out show that they did with the debuts of Ruby Soho and Brian Danielson and Adam Cole was a massive show for the company. The first ever show they did in MGM Grand, massive show for the company. But this show tomorrow night could rival those as the biggest moment in AEW history thus far. And we'll talk about all of it tomorrow night, right here, same place, same time. Do not miss it. We'll be here with you. But also remember, follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash PW. No, facebook.com forward slash Pro Wrestling ULTD. And follow us on Instagram at PW Unlimited. Also remember to follow my personal Twitter at Timmy Buddy. If you didn't see earlier this morning, there was no news. So I said, screw it. Let's jump on Twitch and play some Kena Bridge of Spirits. And well, I loved that game. I really, really enjoyed it. As soon as I get the audio version of this review up on, on podcast platforms, we're going to jump over there. And we're going to play more Kena. We'll play about an hour or so of Kena. Then I want to jump in and grind on some of this new Fortnite season. So, yeah, I'll see you guys in a little while over there. Twitch.tv forward slash Timmy Buddy. Remember to follow me over there so that way you know when I go live, you get that notification. And we'll hang out some more in just a little bit. So with that, guys, have a great night, and I'll see you later.